Here at Perfect Person Corporation, perfection is only a call away. And now you can be the one to answer the call. Perfect Person, what seems to be the problem? We love it here. Here at the PPC, our employees love their jobs so much, they practically live here full time. Here are some of the employee benefits that you can expect as a call operator at our center. Workplace conversation, company uniforms, stimulating environment, sleeplessness, telekinesis, and more. Before we get ahead of ourselves, let's listen up to a few safety protocols that we simply must obey. That's all right. Always wear the uniform. Never make calls from the center. Do not answer rogue phones and do not escape. Answer the call today. Go to perfectperson.shop for our company uniforms. That's perfectperson.shop to shop all the Perfect Person merch. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you are a person. Earlier today, I sort of had a revelation in the morning for breakfast. A revelation. And it was a peanut butter toast. With, with anything on it? With jam, actually. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, like a toasted peanut butter jelly? Yeah. Sorry, is that unfamiliar? In my mind, that is a classic little breakfast. PBJ toasted. I feel like that's a lunch. That's a, if you have breakfast too late at like 11. <laughs> I feel like a breakfast peanut butter banana. Oh, <laughs> honestly, PBB is really nice for me to have. I don't say anything with peanut butter. I'm really a fiend. We really had to make sure that my little baby was not allergic to peanuts. We had to like, because you have to give them a little like, there's like a little peanut powder that we give them when they're very young. So they kind of get, if they were to have an allergy, they get over it. And I was like, we have so much peanut butter in this house. I'm covered in peanut butter like all day. I can't be having a son that's allergic to I was going to say, can't you like make someone outgrow peanut butter allergy? Is that fake? Well, I think when they're very little, you can, yeah, you can like trickle like little pieces of peanut oil or whatever. And then slowly well, they outgrow it. There you go. Well, there you go. And you know that voice from Stupid Big Team. <laughs> that's right. It's Emmy Hartman in the hey. studio. Hey. Emmy, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Now, the audience probably knows you from your infamous crying video. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I guess the most iconic thing. Is that the thing you get the most? Yeah. It's, you know, what's weird though. I was actually <laughs> talking about this yesterday because I had to do like a meeting for something and they were like, what are you like? How'd you blow up? And I'm like, well, technically that. But then I feel like I had like a second. That's so annoying. I blew up again. <laughs> but like a second rise from like TikTok. Cause then when I brought yeah. that video back up on TikTok, everyone's like, wait, what? That's you. And I'm like, fuck, I should have just acted like it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I should have pretended like I had, was some new person. I should have, I should have been like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Well, you, um, thank you so much for doing the show. I appreciate it. And you have new music coming out, right? I do. 
soon. I, I just soon. had a new song come out, but like more stuff, but no date for it. <laughs> Maybe before the end of the year, but like, who knows? Got it. Who knows? This is sort of me <laughs> I should know. I don't. Are you going to the stew and just kind of recording yeah, down just, the track? Oh, that's part of my day too. Going that's to the sick. stew. You got to go to the stew. Yeah. Well, no, for Stupid Big Teeth, um, a song which I really love, by the way. Thank I was listening you. to it earlier. Just to sort of refresh, I was like, maybe he's coming to the studio. Got to listen to Super Big D. Thank you so much. Um, uh, <laughs> you made a lot of TikToks about people who were being mean about the song, <sighs> right? Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> you were cyberbullied. Uh, is that real, though? You know what? I'm all, I'm all like, oh, cyberbullied, close your computer. But like, oh, my God, when it happens to me, I'm like, oh, my God, it's real. It's so scary. Um, yeah, people did not really like it you know mm -hmm. what though yeah the first comment that i ever got that was like i feel like you're deleting like it, the original thing that blew that song up at all was there was a comment it's like i feel like you're deleting all the comments saying this is bad and no one had said it was bad yet and i was like i'm gonna be funny and reply to this and, and then, then everyone's mean. like yeah this is ass and no. i'm like oh okay whoa but then it got a lot of streams so yeah. i guess any press I don't want to say it's good press, but if it gets you streams, sure. No, don't say anything mean about Emmy in the comments. Yeah, don't, please don't be mean <laughs> to me. I am so sensitive. And by the way, me as well. I can't handle, like, uh, Zach, my boss from Try Guys, who you said, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy's yeah. a big fan of the Try Guys. Yeah, I love Try Guys. Sorry. That's right. Sorry, guys. Uh-oh. Um, but he always said that, like, a uh, hundred nice, nice comments is, like, equals one mean comment. Yeah. You'll scroll by a hundred things, people being like, you're amazing, you're whatever, I love this. And then it's one that's just like, this sucks. And it's like, fuck you, actually. I just had something like that where someone's like, why do you only reply to mean ones? And I'm like... Because they hurt my feelings. Well, my feelings are hurt and I'm sensitive. Like, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, they really dive deep. And when something blows up, too, I feel like that is when... Like, I made a uh, YLF Try Guys video recently. And, like, that got in front of way more people than a typically a thing of mine will do. And then it's like, of course, yeah, people are being fucking <laughs> crucifying uh, me in the comments. It's brutal. Yeah. That's the hard thing. Is YouTube thing. as bad as TikTok, do you think? No. I think TikTok's the worst one. Uh, have you seen Instagram Reels? Oh, are Reels comments horrible? <laughs> oh, or my... YouTube shorts also is kind of a no man's land of like, these kids are all nine. I've never checked my YouTube short comments. We'll never do that. I didn't even think of that. But there's like a thing people will do on TikTok to be extra mean. They'll be like, you should post this on Instagram reels. Like just to be like, oh, you want to go get insulted even worse? Because they're brutal. Oh my God, it's horrible. That is horrible. I can't read Instagram reel comments. Jesus. It's, it's also weird because it's like 45 year olds and 17 yeah. year olds. No, the it's and it's like, I think that some of them get posted to meta. So it's sort of like maybe some people from Facebook commenting on them. I think that there is a weird cross posting thing where Instagram's like, hey, if you click this box, we'll also post your stuff on Facebook. And it's like, <laughs> I don't not. actually want that. <laughs> I would love if you didn't do that for me. God. Um, but uh, Emmy, I appreciate you doing the show. What makes you perfect on the show today to answer these calls to solve these people's problems? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me perfect? That's solve right. People's problems. I would say that... Maybe I don't have the best advice, but I'm being honest and honesty is the best policy. Wow. You feel like you're an honest um, Abe. Abe. You're Abe Lincoln? Oh, is that a saying? They call <laughs> I love the sound effects. <laughs> they call him honest Abe. Oh, I don't know. I'm like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Abraham Lincoln might be canceled and you heard it here first. Boom. That's really nice. I mean, well, the phone's ringing off the hook. 
so excited. And we've absolutely got to get to them. Absolutely. We have a couple options here, but before we get to the calls, before we solve the people's advice, if you like the show, then you can like and subscribe it on any freaking platform so you don't miss an episode. And if you turn on those notification bells, (laughs) then you're going to get it served right into your inbox. Also, if you love the show, you can consider joining us on Patreon where we have ad-free extended versions of every single episode, including this one, where we actually talked all about influencing and how Emmy drives for Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so you can check that out on Patreon. But until then, we've got to get to the calls. Miles, I really need your help. Um, I actually sent a picture of my butthole to my husband's best friend's wife when I was trying to send them pictures from their wedding. Please give me advice on what to do. Oh, wow. (laughs) That is such a misstep. How do you like, how do you mess that up? I'm just wondering if the butthole picture was taken in the middle of like the wedding pictures downloading onto a file. (laughs) By the way. Yeah. Like when she was downloading them all and it's just like she snapped a quick butthole. I know it either had to be butthole pick, download files, send download files, butthole pick, download files or after. So it had to have been within. It had to have been in the proximity as she was gazing at her wedding photos. That's Wow. Have you ever sent a photo? Fu- I, I mean, I've never, I'm rarely taking a picture of myself in that way. I mean, I've been married typically. <laughs> I don't have to do that. But the idea of sending a picture like that to the wrong person is a horrifying prospect. I would block them, I think. Honestly, even a wrong text. Like uh, I have before, I don't know, like sending a text about someone to them. I don't know that I've ever done that. Have you done that? <gasps> I have only done that once and it wasn't even horrible. It was just like... <laughs> It, I, okay, it was a video and it was this guy, it was like a TikTok and it was a guy at an amusement park fighting someone going, bye, bye, bye. And I meant to send it to my roommate because I had been like not on the best terms with somebody else. And I was like me to blank. And then I sent it to that person and I was, I read it and I said, oh, and then I was like, I, there's no way out of that. And I just texted it. I said, you know what? I'm really sorry. And then I put my phone down and I laid on the kitchen floor and I was like, okay. And that was, that's horrible. but it kind of had to happen because like we had been on like months and months of not really like needing to be friends anymore. Cause it was just yeah. not great. Um, and that kind of solidified on. it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, for sure. I guess that was good, but also like, damn, there's nothing to come back from with that. It's I just, just had to like, be like, damn, sorry. Yeah. And it's also like the relationship seems like it was already over. Yeah, and they sent back a pretty funny text. They like <laughs> sent back like a, another joke to the video, and I'm like, it's for the best. Like, okay, got it. All right, well, we got to find out more information about this butthole pic. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Hello, you called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Emmy Hartman. Hey. And we need to know oh about God. your butthole. I my pants. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? What an embarrassing fucking call to be called back. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Don't be embarrassed. We're so curious about it. My heart is beating so fast. Okay. All right. I have to compose myself. Okay. Um. All right. Where to start? I need a name for the girl that I accidentally sent my butthole to. Okay. Got it. I mean, we need a fake name. Susie. Susie is who you sent the butthole pick to. And your name has got to be Tina. Yeah. <laughs> Tina. So last night, I'm like, I have my Mac on my lap and I have my phone in my hand and I'm like texting. I forgot her name. My name's Dina. What's the other girl's name? Susie. Susie. Okay. So I'm like texting Susie. She just got married last weekend and I was there and I was like helping her out a bunch and 
taking cute pictures and stuff. So on my Mac, I'm going through and like deleting photos from my iCloud. And on my phone, I'm looking at photos that I've recently taken. So I'm like getting, we're chatting. Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to send her some pictures. Unfortunately, I'd recently tried to take a picture of my own butthole. (laughs) Okay. Because I have a potential hemorrhoid. So it's not, it's, I wasn't, I wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a sexy thing. That's fix. even worse. That's even worse. I no, was it gonna... wasn't even hot. Oh. It would have been so much better if it was like a hot butthole pit. <laughs> Got it. So it was a close, no, it was a like, medical close up. Correct. It was like me ass up, face down on my bed, trying to get a good angle of my hemorrhoid, my butthole. Like not, not cute whatsoever. Got so, it. Okay. So that photo is in my phone. Mm-hmm. Multiple photos. So I guess when I'm on my phone, I'm like, I thought that I deleted, I deleted them off my Mac, but not, they didn't like go over to my phone yet and delete. So I'm like scrolling. And you know, when you're scrolling and you sometimes accidentally select a picture, mm. I guess I did that. And I'm like sending a cute photos for her wedding. <laughs> photos for my wedding and like there's like 12 pictures and like this sixth <sighs> one is just my asshole <laughs> wait you only sent one of your asshole just one oh my so it's like cute wedding photo cute photo yeah. of her husband like a jump scare me and her wow was, yeah okay. okay so so what happened okay. right in the wake of the butthole pic being sent like did you immediately apologize or be like hey i'm so sorry what happened we have been talking about something else and the the previous message sent i sent right before i sent the pictures and she hearted the message and then i sent the photos and i think i was able to unsend them you know how you can like unsend on an iPhone, but I don't think you could because it was attached to the text message. But I think it just deletes the text message and not the photos. I don't think so you can. She, <laughs> I, I don't think you can unsend photos. Oh my god! Also, the unsend thing—if the other person's phone is not updated, it doesn't actually unsend. People try to do that to me. Oh it's an unsend. I said I really? can still see. I fucking see what you said. <laughs> don't be shady to me. I thought these were gonna be like sexy. Well, I yeah, actually was I also wondering too. like. What are we doing with sexy butthole pics? But like, I, I, also, you. I also wondered. I was like, I wonder. Yeah, how do you really go, judge that up? <laughs> just the butthole. I'm like, okay, okay, work. Interesting. But um, okay, got it. So uh, you tried to unsend it, and um, did this person ever say anything to you that indicated that they had seen the hole? So she replied and was like, "Oh my god, so cute! Thanks for sharing wedding pictures." She oh, said, she, like, saw so she saw it. She saw it. She definitely saw it because she. There's no. Yeah, she was trying to be like nothing's wrong. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's like when a kid drops something made of glass. It's like it's okay. It's like I love the wedding pictures and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else actually. No buttholes or anything like that. Got it. So, and have you seen? I'm so mortified. When, when did this happen? Last night. <laughs> oh my god. That's so recent. Okay, got it. So she's honestly probably still reeling from the experience. Susie is still sort of maybe telling um, her, you know, recent spouse about the butthole, et cetera. I think that you have to, I think you have to address it. Uh, That's going to be my, I I mean, at least if if I sent a picture of my 
entitled <laughs> to somebody who is recently <laughs> wed, then I feel like I would have to at least be like, by the way, so happy wedding. Like, sorry, I sent you a picture of my butthole. Like, I don't know. Because, because <laughs> otherwise you're going to see this person in person. And is she on her honeymoon, by the way? Yeah. The, it, it, when you sent the butthole bake, did you ruin the honeymoon? <laughs> you just gave no, her some giggles. Yeah. Okay, good. No, thank God. So, well, like, it, and it's just super weird because her, like, my, my husband is, like, best friends with her husband. And they're also our neighbor. So we <laughs> oh see them God. so like, this isn't something that I can just be like, oh, okay, I'll see her in, like, a couple months and we'll, like, we'll forget about it by then. Like, yeah. I, she's watching my cat this weekend. Yeah. Are you guys, like, besties or just, like, friends because you're neighbors? Like, what's no, the deal? we're just, like, friendly just because our husbands are friends. Yeah, because if it was so somebody, not- if you're someone you're close to, then you could be like, by the way, oh my gosh, LOL, my butthole. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, threw that in there like, for laughs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> threw that in for a giggle. Like, but because it's someone you're not close to, that like may not go your way. That may end up being like right. weirder because you're trying to be like, she's in her butthole and she did not think it was a big deal. <laughs> do you think that she, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what would you do? If you were in this situation, would you just never bring it up for the rest oh. of your life? I would have three options. One of them, probably the least likely, would be like, oh my God, that never happened. But then I would think about it like obsessively and be like, she's looking at me and all she sees is my hemorrhoid butthole. Um, But the other options would be like immediately text and be like, oh my God, that's my butthole. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean to send you it. And I'm really sorry. Or another one. I I know I. Oh, what were you going to say? No, no, no. You you can finish. Oh, last option. I'm like completely going against myself because I said honesty is the best policy, but yeah. you could lie and you could be like, hey girl, uh, I thought you were a nurse. Does it look like I have a hemorrhoid? <laughs> That's interesting, actually. I was going to say it's, oh, and here's the cat's butthole. Watch out for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it might be if I hemorrhoid. There. Because it's like, it, and how close, how, and I hate to ask this, but how close up is the photo? It is like, it's like, <laughs> Oh, this is going to be so graphic. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But it's, it's like okay. if I was, my face was down in the pillow and my hand was resting on my lower back, it's that close. And you, it's not only my butthole. You can see the whole shebang. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> what if she thinks that you were trying to like take a sexy butthole picture and doesn't like see like you trying to look for a hemorrhoid? I think that probably if I get a picture, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's medical, right? I would have replied and be like, hey, what's this one? <clears throat> yeah, what's this? <laughs> kind of weird of her to not ask. <laughs> question mark the photo yeah. on, on iMessage. <laughs> Honestly, the funny... I feel like I fumbled the bag with not just being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry immediately. Like, I just said nothing because I was just so... Like, I immediately yeah. was like, <gasps> as soon as I realized it and like screamed, like I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I feel like I messed up by not addressing it like immediately. And now it's going to be weird to bring it up. No, it's not going to be weird. I think that the, like, this is an opportunity. Your butthole is an opportunity to bring you closer to this person. Yeah. Because this is like pretty embarrassing for you. I'm not going sugar- <laughs> to sugarcoat it. Like I would feel embarrassment, but I think the way to get through embarrassment is not by succumbing to it. It's by barreling through. So I think what you should do is send either a voice memo or a little like ornate card that's like, so, like uh-huh. sorry for, and then you fill in the blank, sending you a picture of my butthole accidentally. You know what I mean? Because it's like you kind of want to pay attention to it. And the worst thing that can happen is that she's like, oh, 
like LOL. She's not going to be mad. She's just going to be like, oh, LOL. Imagine I, she's you pissed. <laughs> Why the fuck would you send me that? That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Like, I think you got to, I think you got to address it head okay. on. It, even though it seems like a more challenging option, I think it'll be better in the long term than being like, Oh, and like, um, sorry, I sent you the picture. I'm just so embarrassed. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, if you don't do anything now, you're going to fixate on it for months. But if you just get it over with, it's like, cause yeah. it's real awkward for a day. And then it's like, you saw my butthole. I guess we're closer now. Yeah. It brings you closer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, yeah. I, I think that that's Maybe the way. Maybe I'll like one of those like little gifts with like the sparkles that mom says on Facebook that says like, I'm sorry for your yes. loss. Or no, a hundred percent. Honestly. I'll find one sorry and then i can add in for showing you my butthole yeah i think that's really exactly. nice an edible arrangement for showing a butthole is also a really good option Ooh, so that okay. way you can be okay. an edible arrangement arises at her door sorry for showing you my butthole <laughs> i mean that's an award-winning story imagine like, she actually didn't see it though and was being genuine and then you like point out <laughs> that you sent your butthole and then she goes back and she's like oh <laughs> I um, guess you did. I guess you did send me a butthole. I just thought it was cute. I thought it was from the wedding. <laughs> from the wedding photos. <laughs> was... from the wedding. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tina, I think that's got to be our advice. You got to barrel through the embarrassment head on because it's going to bring you closer to Susie. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good idea because I've been meaning to try to get a little bit closer with her. <laughs> yeah. It's the universe making you do it. Exactly. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, Hey, congratulations on your friendship with Susie. And I'm so sorry you leaked your butthole. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Bye. Right. bye. You're the best. Bye. Wow. Yeah. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors Delicious Ready to Eat Meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you the two minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, these are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there 
to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Incredible first call. We just gave her like 86 other scenarios. Like, what if she doesn't know? And then you tell her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fixate on this tonight when you're sleeping. Oh my God. Yeah. I like kind of am no. dying to know what she does though. So we do callbacks on the Patreon where people call me back and find out what you're happened genius. Next. Thank you, Emmy. This is why we're having a business talk. Thank this. God. <laughs> no. And uh, often like I get pretty stunning results and it's weird to get like the... Like I give advice to the situation, then you really get to be involved in people's lives. I think I've had people call back three times to give me like additional updates on like their little situationship at work or whatever. And it's so fun. That's so entertaining. Yeah. It's Goss and everybody loves Goss, but we've got to take another call here. Um, and it's going to be hard to stop the butthole call, but we certainly will try. Mm, my boyfriend's fraternity brother. Have you seen the movie Carrie? so scared of scary movies. Okay, so in the movie Carrie, this is important information for you to have before this. In the movie Carrie, there's a girl who has supernatural powers and she's kind of weird. And then at the prom, they pour pig's blood on her. Okay. And it's horrible. They bully her. And then she kills everybody. Oh. That's kind of the premise. Okay. They did one with um, Chloe Grace Moretz recently. Okay. They did a remake. I thought that was the only one. I didn't know there was an original. Coffee that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this uh, context is important because of this call. Hey, Miles. Um, I just found out that my boyfriend's fraternity brother tried to carry me, like the movie Carrie, over the summer. And um, I have to see him this weekend. How do I proceed with this? Thank you. Like, what does that mean? Like, like I, he wants to pour a pig's blood on her? I need to know. Or like he's doing some sort of weird... Does, she think, does he think that she's like a witch? Or <laughs> that would be the best case scenario. You're a witch. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back, and I'm here with Emmy Hartman to find hey. out about how you got pig's blood poured on you. What is up? Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I'm very curious about your call, and I need a little bit more context. Which part of the movie Carrie was your boyfriend's fraternity brother trying to do to you? Yeah, it was the pig's blood thing. <laughs> um, so, basically, sorry, I have to run upstairs. Um, <laughs> is your boyfriend downstairs? <laughs> No, I'm staying at my dad's house right now. Okay. Um, basically, we all worked together over the summer. Me and my boyfriend were both like higher up in where we were working. There was a big incident. We had to end up like letting people go. But one of the guys that we had to like let go was really creepy. He was creepy. So I was talking to my sister. I, you know, let my sister know that I thought this guy was creepy. And then later, my sister told my boyfriend's fraternity brother that I said that I thought this guy was creepy. Basically, then the fraternity brother started going off talking about how I was such like a bad person and how we had this like ceremony for the end of the summer um, 
with all the people who worked there. And it was like a time where you could like get up and like give speeches and stuff about like, you know, what your time there meant and stuff. And he told my sister that he was going to get up during this time and give a big speech about what a horrible person I am. That's so fucked (laughs) up. I know. And so I just, so I was on the phone with my sister a couple of days ago and I was telling her, oh yeah, I'm going to go visit my boyfriend this weekend. And then there's going to be a party. This guy will be there. Like, oh, you remember us working with him? And my sister was like, oh my God, I never told you, but he said this thing over the summer. And like, he ended up not doing it. But like, I found out that he tried to do it. Like he was going to. And like, now I have to go see this guy. Wait, he, he was trying to pour pig's blood on you at this like ceremony? Not necessarily like actually pour pig's blood, but like, <laughs> Get like get in front of everybody and just like try and like tell everybody that I'm a bad person. Oh my god! For thinking that this guy was creepy. That is so fucked up. I mean, okay. First of all, so the job you're describing and this like a high school musical too situation, like a summer job where everyone works and then you talk about how much it means. Okay, got it. Cool. So because that's exactly what I was picturing. Yeah, and it's a place that I've worked at for a really long time. This is like my last summer working there. Mm. I've been there forever. And it was his first summer. Okay. And I mean, here's what I'll say. First of all, this is your boyfriend's fraternity brother? Yeah, but they're like pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Or they were. I got to say that you can't, your boyfriend can't have friends that hate you. That's like not. No, I no. I told my boyfriend and he immediately was like, what the fuck? That's like really like, no, we're not talking to him anymore. Okay. All right. I was worried in your call. I was like, you can't like, I get that. Like sometimes your partner, you just can't have (laughs) your partner's friends hate you. Or like talk shit. I don't know about that. No, so yeah, it's like, psych, psycho. Like, what the fuck? It was, uh, okay, no, I it. know. So you're going to see this person who is like presumably pretty creepy and weird who kind of tried to bully you. And uh, I mean, how are you feeling about it going in? Do you want to confront this person? Is that what you're in it for? Or do you want to kind of just fly under the radar and not speak to them? I mean, I'd like to not speak with them, but like my boyfriend, he's at school right now. He goes to a really small school mm. and they're in the same fraternity. And like, it's kind of impossible to avoid. I don't like, I'm just worried because like, like I'm kind of worried that like, I don't necessarily want a big confrontation, but like, I feel like my boyfriend might say something and then it'll turn into a whole thing. But also like <sighs> this guy, like tried to do this really, or like almost did this really fucked up thing. Yeah. And like, I kind of don't want to just like let it sit. I know <laughs> like that hurts. No, it's completely. I, this is so tough. Cause I get the feeling of wanting like revenge or justice against this person that was going to do this thing. Um, Emmy, have you, when you interact with people, uh, that you feel like don't like you or have like talk shit about you, how do you typically approach <laughs> those situations? <laughs> how do you approach that situation? See, I don't think anything's ever like too small of a, um, <laughs> <laughs> like a group to avoid someone because I'm a master at that. And if I know someone doesn't like me, I don't want, I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask, like just thinking in like a movie type way, like does this man, do you think he ever had a crush on you or like your boyfriend at any point? And he's like mad as fuck. And is like, Oh, you guys are together. Like, fuck you. That's a good point. I don't think so. Just cause like, as long as I've known this guy, I've been dating my boyfriend. And mm. uh, maybe on my boyfriend, but like, I really, I don't know. It sounds like he's in love with you and your boyfriend, actually. Maybe. 
I mean, I don't know. I, to me, like this type of vitriol maybe comes from a place where like this is a creepy, weird guy. Because wait, hang on. The, the turn of events here to get more information. He found out that you thought he was creepy, and then he said he was going to go. No, out. he found oh. he found out that I thought his friend was creepy. Oh, and he wanted to say the speech about you because you didn't like his friend. Oh. Yeah, <gasps> that's even weirder. That's even weirder. So he was trying to like stick up for his weird friend <laughs> by, <laughs> by, by like going off about you. Okay, I, I think that yeah. I find that in these situations, because I have to, I don't know, I'm a, a, I'm a silly boy. I've interacted with people that don't like me, or I've also like, I feel like a th- common thing that happens is like, okay, end of college happens, and. Uh, I had people that like I kind of had weird falling out with that didn't you know whatever and we kind of ended on bad terms and then like two years later or a year and a half later I see those people in New York City and they're like part of my extended friend group and then like I have to interact with those people one-on-one typically what I would do is like wipe the slate clean whatever I'm just like hey oh my gosh so good to see you like try to be the bigger person even though in the back of my head I'm like these people kind of I don't care for them they don't care for me but I find that that's like a easier, that's an easier way to go about things. That being said, I totally get wanting to be petty. I mean, you mentioned that you've avoided people in a tiny group before. Okay. How tiny of a group are we talking? Yeah. Well, okay. Not, not tiny, tiny, but I'm, I guess when I like don't get along with people, it's for like a really intense reason. I don't have people that I'm just like, <laughs> no, we kind of don't like each other. Like, cause I don't, I don't know. I just don't. So yeah. You had like fundamental differences. I'm or talking like there, the, yeah. But there could you. be like four people, and one of them could be that person. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking away. Like I don't. I, I just wouldn't say anything. I would either maybe just be like, that's kind of weird. But also like, are you planning on ever trying to talk to him again after college? Are you only gonna yeah. have to see him a few more times before mm-hmm. like the end of this? Like, I would just completely avoid him. Or if he comes up, just be like, hey. That was a little weird. I didn't like it. Bye. Yeah. I think that like whatever you do, don't be bothered by people who are beneath you. Mm -hmm. Like this person is clearly like, I don't know, (laughs) unstable or just like doesn't like you don't owe them any sort of thing. And even if you feel weird about them, like I wouldn't, I don't know. I try not to worry about people that don't care for me. Like that's typically a rule of mine where like I have you know, people in extended friend groups that whenever I interact with them, they make me feel shitty. So now when I interact with them, I just do not provide any energy. I just am sort of like, if they want to say hi, hey, what's up? But like, I don't, I try not to give any more than that because it's making my life worse to hate them instead of them just being like a neutral, you know, spirited away when she's on the train and there's all the shadows. Anyway. There's another movie scenario I thought of. (laughs) What's that? Maybe the friend that you called weird and the one that wanted to go give a speech about you. Maybe they're together. And they haven't told anyone. And that's he's like, true. how dare you say that about my boyfriend, you yeah. bitch. And yeah, then that's right. he's so mad, but he can't be like, that's my boyfriend. So he's just like pissed off. Because it's a secret. Yeah. yeah. That's also a really good point. There's a lot of movie moments here, but I think it's all of them end in you not needing to be <laughs> kind to this person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I like don't want to be like me. Like, yeah, I'll just ignore because I don't. I'm not good at like being mean and I, <laughs> yeah, I mean like, I don't, yeah, I'm also not good at confrontation at all. Oh my God. Yeah. So. Don't even be mean and don't have confrontation. Just like yeah. avoid him. And if he comes up to you, like just do it in a way that's like, I thought it was really weird that you said that. Like, I'm not trying to fight you Yeah, and exactly. I don't really have interest in talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need to provide any energy or effort to this person. Uh, and I think also, okay. yeah, make sure that your boyfriend's not still friends with this person. Cause I think that that also totally yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend like immediately texted him because he was originally he was gonna stay at my boyfriend's apartment. Wait, he te- um, wait, your boyfriend and- texted this person. What did they say? And what did uh, the person say back? Well, he was just like, 
hey, like, I heard that you were, like, saying all this stuff about my girlfriend. <laughs> you need to apologize or you're not going to stay. And he, like, sent my boyfriend, my boyfriend sent him the number and, like, my number so he could, like, apologize to me and, like, all this stuff. And I haven't heard anything. And so my boyfriend was like, okay, well, he hasn't apologized. He's not staying here. He wouldn't even like, apologize? He told him he needs to find her. No, he, it's like nothing. Yeah. Oh, he just God. seems a little weird. He just you seems, should just avoid him. I think avoid. Avoid, avoid, avoid yeah. is going to be our advice. We didn't give you a fake name, but it's got to be Christina. Christina. Christina, thank you so much for calling I'm in. Sure. And I'm sorry you almost got carried at your summer high school musical job. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Also, I mean, I love stupid, stupid big teeth. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank absolutely. You. That's awesome. Well, um, thank you so much for calling in. You yeah. have a fantastic evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Boom. A stupid that big teeth fan. Awesome. On the phone lines. Awesome. Love it. I'm so excited. Awesome. When people say things about my music, I freak out. That's so nice. That's huge. Holy shit. Nice. And album dropping soon. Hopefully before the end of the year. That's EP. Sick. Same thing. EP. Album. Well, you got to yeah. start with the EP. When the album comes later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to another call here. I hate my best friend's boyfriend and I don't know what to do about it. It's to the point where I'm not even seeing my best friend because I can't stand holding the conversation with his boyfriend. Please help. Thanks. I mean, this is a really common problem. Sometimes people call in with like, uh, like, I don't know if we've taken this call before, but I feel like this is such a universal problem when you hate your friend's partner. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you have you ever suffered with this? No. (laughs) No, I had to think about it. No. Political answer. I'm like thinking, I'm like, Oh, I've actually loved them all. That's really good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, let's get some more details on why this person's a bad boyfriend to have. Hello? Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back about your best friend's boyfriend. I'm here with Emmy Hartman. Hey. Oh, my gosh. No way. I'm at work. Oh, my gosh. I've never (laughs) thought this would happen. (laughs) Well, I'm freaking, you know, leave work, by the way. It's your day off because it's your day to chat with us. Where do you work, by the way? What kind of job? You know what? Um, I'm a radio journalist. Give me one quick second. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> so cool, by the way. Let me go into a studio. <laughs> I literally called you this morning and I was like, you'll never call me back. It'll be fine. I've called like six times. It won't happen. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad to get you back on the horn. Are you going into one of your studios at work? Yes. Soundproof. Really nice. Let me go over there. Give me one quick second. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Sorry. Doing well. Fantastic. I know. Doing very well. I just turned the AC back on because it was starting to get a little toasty in here. Gosh, yeah, I feel that. It's it's too toasty in LA. I know. It really is. And every morning it starts and I'm like, it's going to be the chilliest, breeziest day. It's and not. then as soon as noon hits, it's the hot as fuck. Kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of love exactly. it. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, why don't you give us some information on what's going on with okay. your best friend's boyfriend? I have to do this without doing too much identifying info. Um, (laughs) So good friend for years. We all, a couple of us moved across the country kind of around the same time. And we were looking forward to doing it together to be like, okay, great. We can have this new life, you know, with some people that we knew before and people that we were close with. Um, So this particular friend got out here probably about six months before we did. And they moved in with their boyfriend who had already lived in this city. Um, and so we were really excited to meet him. You know, it sounded like a great thing. You know, he was, he was ready to move in with him. So we're like, okay, great. This, you know, this guy must be it. Um, he is one of the most silver spoon people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> a sn- like snooty? Like, like a pretentious snooty? Yes. Like, mm. like every, like he had in my, and this is my humble opinion, as it seems like, He's had every single thing handed to him in his life. 
and oh, can yeah. and that's affected the way he empathizes with other people and the way he confronts certain situations. Mm. Um, like for example, we're talking about going to a concert and we're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll get the nosebleeds. Like we just want to see the concert. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh no, well, I'm going to, you know, spend $3,000 on VIP tickets. Why can't you guys do that too? Mm. And it's just like, uh, and it happens, it bleeds into every single conversation. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like, oh, I love this movie. It's like, oh, but no, but this opinion, like his opinion is always better. His opinion, he always has something to say. Sucks. And at first I was like, you know, maybe this just isn't my person, you know, and that's okay. I don't need to love this person, but you know, he's my best friend's boyfriend. I want to be able to get along with him. Mm. It's gotten to the point where I haven't seen my best friend in a really long time because it feels like pulling teeth, spending time with his boyfriend. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to confront the situation because how do you tell someone that you love dearly that you can't stand the person they want to be with? <laughs> yeah. Oof. I mean, okay, so this and, is... And I know I'm not... the. And it's not just me. This is something that my boyfriend, who I've been with, and you know, he's known this person for years as well. Our other friends have felt the same way. So we're just like, that's such a hard position to put ourselves in. And he hasn't confronted it in any way. So we're just like, oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is so tough because it's like, you're walking a tightrope of friendship and you don't want to abandon this person with this person that you don't like. Also, I'll say something about opinions. Yeah. I find that something that's really improved my life greatly is when people have differing opinions from me. My response is not trying to debate them. And it is instead like, oh, that's really interesting. Because I find that it makes yeah, me a happy, a it makes me a happier person. No, I'm, I'm. This is advice I would give to him, not you. <laughs> like you're, okay. no, no, no. I'm not, no, 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 no. You're fine, but I'm saying that, like, for this dude that's like shitting on other people's opinions, it's such a bad perspective to have. And it's like it's okay to have different opinions than your friends or your, your loved ones or whatever. It just trying to. This is not debate club. We don't need to like have logic be the thing that we're like coming all out with. It's like. Oh, I like spaghetti. Well, yeah, well, spaghetti actually sucks. And here's why, 10 reasons why. And it's like, that's just not a sustainable way to live your life. So this guy sucks for that reason. Exactly. He'd, he'd be like, but rigatoni is, you know, it's better. It's it, it's Italian. And he just like, it's, it's always feels like a one-up. It's Italian. It's one-up. And it's always, you know, after 30 minutes of just having, you know, casual conversation, you want to catch up with this person. You're like, I don't want to compete with you. I'm just trying to talk. And that's yeah. draining. <laughs> it's completely exhausting. Now, um, to get to the sort of meat of the issue here, I think that like, I don't know. I mean, I would probably go into this and be like, hey, we got to give you a name. Your name's going to be... Tina. <laughs> it's got to be <laughs> the Tina, only name babe. <laughs> it's got to be Tina. And then the person that your best Tina, friend... I'll take it. Yeah, your best friend is absolutely going to be Michelle, Michelle. Tina and Michelle. <laughs> Love okay. it. Perfect. Dream team. But uh, I think that you need to tell Michelle, hey, I would love to spend some one-on-one like time with you. You know, I think that like, hey, let's do yeah. like a girl dinner at whatever. Like, I think that finding a way to, sorry, Emmy's over there. Let's do a girl's dinner or something. Okay. We've been doing that. Pasta. We've been doing like, we've been using an excuse of like, no boyfriends allowed. Like, <laughs> but, right. You know, the other boyfriends are fine, but we're using it as like a blanket <laughs> statement to kind of get out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get this. I mean, I've had friends where I could not stand speaking to their partners because I thought they were like insane pieces of shit. And <laughs> I don't say that lightly, yeah. but it's like that happens a lot. And I think the bad boyfriend issue is an epidemic in this country, actually. <laughs> Preach. But I don't know. I think that probably like the way to, uh, well, here's a question. Do you want to just spend time or do you want to break these people up? And do you think that that's possible? I, I don't, I don't think that's my place. You know, at the end of the day, I want my best, I want my friend to be happy, you know, and just because I don't love this person doesn't mm. mean that they, that they don't. 
And I don't know what happens behind closed doors. You know, I don't know what their relationship really is from the day to day. So I can mm. totally accept that, you know, I may not have the full picture. My opinion might not be reflective of what their actual relationship is like, but that doesn't mean, you know, I can, that doesn't mm. change how I feel just spending time with them. I don't necessarily want to break them up. I would just, I don't know. I feel like there's this huge elephant in the room and no one, it's, it's like, we're not ignoring it. It's like ignorance is bliss. <laughs> it's almost like we just, pretend it's not there, but it's the longer time goes on. It's just, it feels more icky. It's like, we have to, Mm. we're all on the same page here. Like we got to know, but I just feel so weird bringing it up because I just think of like, what if, you know, everyone I loved in my life came up to me and told me the person that I just spent the last five years of my life with sucks. Like I would be devastated. So I'm trying to put myself in their shoes of like, okay, how do I, how do I approach this without burning our relationship because of this? Yeah. I kind of think that you can't approach this head on. I think that you cannot. Yeah, be that's, like, that's been my gut. <laughs> I think you can't say I don't like your partner because I'm just like. I think yeah. you could word it differently. You could word it differently. How would you word it? Well, okay. Yeah. I do have to ask. Do you think it's like affecting the way that she acts mm-hmm. in general or towards like her friends? I have noticed. I mean, I've noticed that a little bit. Yes, it's something that I mean, I've seen a lot less of Michelle. So it's. It, I, I have to say that with a great assault. Um, mm. But it is again something that's not just I've experienced. It's something our entire friend group has experienced. Um, yeah, and there's been some things that we don't love about the boyfriend that we feel like are rubbing off on Michelle now. Oh, like what? Like what type of behavior? Like a snooty Main opinion? character energy. Main, main <laughs> character energy. Sorry. Just the, like... I thought we were all doing main <laughs> character energy for the summer. <laughs> Sorry. Well, just uh, the, like, okay, we're all figuring out a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all figuring out a place to go, but the only option really is the one that they want to go to because we all, at the end of the day, that's where we're going to end up going no matter what because it's just the way that works. <laughs> when we when we hang out with them. Interesting. I'm realizing some flaws about my own personality. <laughs> I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. <laughs> no, I, I think that, right, you think that she's become a little self-involved since dating this person, seems like? Yeah, and I, at, for a long time, you know, I was, I was frustrated with a boyfriend. I was like, you know, this is the boyfriend's fault. But the longer time goes on, I'm like, you haven't, you know, I'm, yes, I could admit that I'm not reaching out as much either, but it's a two-way street. Neither have you, you know, neither has, Michelle isn't putting the feelers out. Michelle isn't making the effort either. And so that always makes it, doesn't make you feel good. Have you guys had like any conversation about just like your friendship in general and like not seeing each other enough? Or Mm -hmm. is this just something that you're both feeling and not bringing up? Because I don't think it can be. 
solved. If yeah, I think it's been little like mm-hmm. little bits and pieces of like, hey, you know, it's been a while. Let's let's try to get together. Um, and I mean, but knowing LA, they live on the other side of town, so just trying to get together is a whole thing in and of itself. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, it's been we haven't addressed it head on, which I can, you know, that's definitely a problem too. Um, it's been a lot of like, hey, you know, it's been a while. I'd love to see you, and then just kind of dancing around it. But no, nothing like, hey, so why haven't we seen you in a couple months now? <laughs> Do you think she's happy? That's the question of the hour. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I want to say yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're together for a reason. I don't think Michelle would be in a relationship that she didn't feel fulfilled or happy in. So that's where I'm also taking the step back of like, I don't know the full picture and I can recognize that. Oh, this is a tough one because I'm also like, maybe like from what it sounds like, I think that if you approach this head on and you say, I don't like your partner, or something like that. I think that it's going to end bad for you. And I think you guys aren't going to be friends anymore. Yeah. However, it sounds like you're sort yeah, of friendship. Yeah, and that's why I kept my mouth shut. Your friendship <laughs> is dwindling. And I also am a big believer that friendships uh, ebb and flow and they come in waves. And maybe right now she's doing something that she feels is providing her joy and that your friendship is having like a little bit of an ebb. And that's also okay. Like if you guys are not going to be friends for a little bit because she's dating this person and she needs to kind of, what if they get married? What if they never get, talk again? I mean, I have a complete different approach. Really? What's your approach? <laughs> well, okay. Cause now that I think, not that I didn't, didn't like one of my friend's partners, but yeah. I was blaming the friendship not going well on, on their the partner. partner. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's obviously their fault because they got a boyfriend. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, wait, like you haven't said anything, I would maybe go to her and completely approach it as like just a conversation about your friendship and be like, Hey, this is how I feel. And I feel like we like used to hang out all the time and blah, blah, blah. And then kind of just spill the boyfriend in there a little and be like, I, (laughs) I just have noticed like you act a little different and like, I just like, I don't know. I just don't know if anything happened between us and like try to keep it as if it's a conversation about your friendship, but just definitely spill it in there. Cause then she'll think about it and then Mm. be like, Oh shit. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. Often I'm cautious to like go head on into things, but maybe she needs to hear that a little bit. Maybe she just needs to like kind of put in the conversation so then she can be like, why was that even brought up? Well, that's often what I've done with my friends, partners that I think are insane pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I will uh, only ask questions. I'm not really offering an opinion, but I'm being like, oh, that's interesting. Do you like it when they say this kind of thing? Or like, oh, they they got like wasted at a dinner that no one else was doing. Like, is that interesting? And then I have to think <laughs> about that, that answer. <laughs> Did you like that? Did you like that? That they were embarrassing to you? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that like that's a good way to kind of lead the horse to water, not to call your friend a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. And I, I definitely appreciate that. It's just been one of these things that like, I feel so icky about it and I don't want to lose the friendship. And I am, you know, I totally understand the ebbs and flow thing. I'm just worried that it's going to keep ebbing until there's nothing to flow. (laughs) No. And that's hard too. I think that Emmy's response is probably like the better way to save the relationship is just to have a conversation about your friendship. But also I think that there are times and a lot of people have called in about this where their friendship has ended or is needing to end and both people are kind of grabbing onto it. And it's like two pe- yeah. friendships serve you for periods of your life. And sometimes they don't serve you anymore. Two people become friends when they're younger and then they grow into different people, but they're kind of like getting mad at each other because of how they've both have grown differently. Yeah. Don't cling on to it. No. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> taking it personally. Like, don't. <laughs> don't cling on to it, girl. Just let it go, girl. <laughs> 
but yeah, like I think that that's also okay. And that's a hard part of it being an adult. But uh, yeah, as you grow, your priorities and your friendships are going to change. And that's just like, sometimes you have to let that happen too. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. You honestly made me feel a lot better about this whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your advice. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh my God, I get to hear the soundboard in real life. Oh, I'm so excited. This is amazing. It comes through over the phone as well. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, good luck with your friendship conversation. I, I appreciate it. And I would love a thank call back you guys to find out how it goes. Amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Miles, I'm the biggest fan of yours. Perfect person is amazing. I'm literally about to subscribe to your Patreon. I've never done that before in my <laughs> life, but I, I love you so much that I'm about to put my credit card in there. <laughs> <laughs> Very sweet of you. I appreciate it. And you have the best night. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Bye. All right, bye. Boom. Yeah. Sometimes friendships, I don't know. I find that like that is often people are, uh, or I find that especially people will be like, my best friend isn't there for me in all of these different ways. And it's like, it sounds like one, that doesn't really sound like a friendship. Like maybe you guys love each other or it's like, <laughs> or it's like sometimes people are just relying too much on this thing because two people are drifting apart. Yeah. It's just comfortable to stay. It's easier to stay yeah. with the people instead of like trying to find new friends that fit you currently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, Emmy, I think we have time for one more call, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got people that need help. I'm actually going to look at some of the calls that have just come in. A roommate conundrum about stealing a fancy little grocery. I've had roommate problems. Let's Hi, do Miles. Um, my problem is that my roommate keeps stealing my fancy espresso um, that cost me many dollars and also that she's stealing She's using my espresso machine and not cleaning it and not treating it well. And I told her to stop it. And I just want my coffee to be good. And it makes me sad. Okay, that's all. Bye. Interesting. That's real rude. That's real rude. Now, you said you've had roommate conundrums in the past. Yeah. Have roommates sort of stolen things from you? Have um, they... Stolen's not... No, they didn't steal anything from me, but they did <laughs> break my things. They broke your things. It wasn't even that dramatic. Like, it wasn't that big of a problem, but just because they wouldn't... Well, we're going to make it one. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed, actually. <laughs> actually, we're oh going to call them. No, we had, like, we had prior issues. Because, you know what? Don't move in with a random person you don't know. And don't come across the country to do it. Um, oh, you... Re- wait, sorry. You moved to Los Angeles from... Where are you from? Ohio. Ohio. And uh, my friend knew this person. I also, I don't really have beef with them. If you're watching this, no problems with you. We don't live together anymore. Whatever. <laughs> also, if you figure out who it is, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so are they also in the industry? Yeah. Got and it. someone's going to figure it out. Um, <laughs> no problems with them anymore. It That's was just right. like, we probably shouldn't have lived together because we didn't know each other or how each other lived in their own space. <laughs> Anyways, um, we just kind of had like some back and forth, but it was like, we were friends. So yeah. it was like, whatever. But then, like, out of nowhere, we kind of just, like, started not liking each other, like, <laughs> intensely. Uh, um, and then they broke my candle, which is not a big deal. I'm so sorry. But then they tried telling me I broke my <laughs> candle. And I was like, I didn't. And, like, you did. And, like, you didn't say sorry or tell me. They just tried to throw it away and not tell me. And it was, like, a $25 candle. And I was like, that hurts my feelings. They broke your candle like it was a glass and it shatters. Yeah. And they just. They just cast okay. it aside. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> so fucking mean um and then we got in a huge fight because we had a shared parking spot and like it was like my turn and i'm like right. move your car like it's my turn and then they were like no and i'm like what and then i don't know it you was can just, say that i know it's like what do you mean it was just like stupid things it, none, yeah. none of it was like serious it just didn't work we stopped being roommates but it was just like little things and i'm like damn that was like that felt like seven years it was 
four months. And by the way, this was was this when you uh, lived at the epicenter of influencers in Los Angeles, Sunset and Vine? No, this is no. right when I moved here. I oh. lived in Koreatown. Oh, yeah. But I moved here a month before COVID started, so we were trapped together. <laughs> um, so that probably didn't help either. And also, I have to say again, if you're watching it or if you know who it is, don't make it a problem because it's not. <laughs> don't um, you make it a problem, everybody. And then after they left, I once again welcomed a random man into my home. I didn't know this person at all. At all. He was awesome. He was awesome. Oh. So cool. Oh, I was about to itch my eye. Coolest person ever. <laughs> he just was really not even messy. He was just dirty. Okay. He was and dirty. Yeah. How dirty? Like, like one time I walked out into the kitchen and there was a glob of cream cheese on the floor. Yeah. And I was like. And like Maybe I came home. Maybe he was home. using it. Maybe he was saving it for like. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. And I came home and there was fruit flies and the dishes were spilling out of the sink. And I was yeah. like, fuck. Because he was so awesome. Yeah, so I'm like, hard. this sucks. It's just like, find a roommate that's awesome. My last roommate rocked. Well, it's also, I think that like two people who you get, like I have great friends that I don't think I would live well together with. I've done it. <laughs> like I've lived with friends and it's like, we get along in a lot of ways, but we just don't have uh, like the right amount of ways to cohabitate because it's a different Actually, thing. Actually, I don't know why I agree with that because I lived with my best friend last year. Best thing of my life. Really? And oh you, my God. You cohabitated really well. Yeah. And we like, he had to move to North Carolina, but Wait, like, where I'm from North Carolina. What's like the, the witch one? Salem. Ghost. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to move to Salem, North Carolina. Well, his parents live there. Okay. So he, gotcha. He, sure. He, like, Money yeah, problems. No, um, totally. But no, best friend. Yeah. Literally want him to move back. Want to live with him so bad. My partner loves him. We're like, we need to build a whole house or something when we get rich. Like he needs no, to live with it's us. So great. So Honestly, like, and living with friends is uh, when you, roommate situations can be such a nightmare that when you find the right one, it's just like it feels like home. And so often, I so I've had a lot of great living situations. I lived with. Um, my uh one of my best friends when i moved out of college and we lived in brooklyn and uh we lived in like a different part of manhattan as well but like that situation was so fun and then i moved to la and i lived with my wife and her best friend kendall who's now one of my best friends and uh that was like every day and that was all for all of covid we lived together and it just felt like home it's like so such fun. a wonderful experience and it really like in contrast like some of the shitty living situations you've had it's just like you know when your home is uh an unwelcome place to be. It is such a fucking nightmare. Oh my God. My like, like I hate to keep saying it. Cause I know you people know who it is. <laughs> um, also again, I'm sorry. I'm just talking about it. It's been three and a half years. It's a podcast. Um, no, but I literally would be like, fuck, I gotta go home and hide in my room. But like, it was weird cause we were no. friends and I'd want to be hanging out, but I was just so angry by little things. And no, I'm like, I'm I just going to be mean. And I don't want to be mean. <laughs> Like, it's also like, right, like it's probably just built up resentment. So you see one yeah. thing and it's just like, oh yeah, you left your toothpaste out. <laughs> That's, That's a fucking aggression. Yeah, yeah right. it literally was shit like that. And I'm like, like, we just don't like each other, huh? <laughs> like for no reason. But then we'd be like, let's go out tonight. Like, it was so weird. Yeah, that's really funny. All right, we got to give this person a call back so we can figure out about the roommate's espresso. So I've got a lot. I mean, I'm a fancy coffee person, as is your partner. Yes. And you're not. Not. Yeah. I want to be. <laughs> you want to be in the coffee world. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Emmy Hartman and we hey. need to know about your fancy espresso. Oh my God. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, so tell us about your roommate situation. We need to give you a fake name. It's got to be Tina. Tina. <laughs> it's got to be Tina. Tina. Your name is going to be okay, Tina. Incredible. And 
and your roommate has got to be Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a name. I really love that. <laughs> what's going on in your house? I live with three roommates. And okay. I'm the one with the espresso machine and all the espresso stuff. Mm. And I told them all that they could use it. But I gave them a very thorough session of how to use it and how to yeah. clean it no. and how to take care of it because it's my child. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and one of my roommates, mm, I would say, doesn't follow my very specific instruction yeah. and doesn't clean it and will leave beans everywhere. And I have asked her to stop and I've re-demonstrated because it's very important <laughs> to me, Miles, you get it. I the way I do get it, but how did the redemonstration go? And how did you pitch that? Were you like, okay, I'm going to teach you one more time. This is how you grind the espresso. Okay. Like that has to have been tense. No. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's always tense with her. Okay. Okay. Got it. So it's, it sounds like a, ten, you know, a, a tenuous it, living. Do you like these people outside of the espresso situation or is this sort of the um, straw that broke the camel's back? This is the straw that broke camel's back. Okay. Got it. Uh, we're also in the same very small major. We see each other constantly and it's not great. Interesting. But okay. That's okay. Now, I will say this from being a sort of coffee gal, I think that an espresso machine, for people that do not know how they're going to operate an espresso machine, is almost too much to give them ownership of. Like saying you can use my espresso machine. There's so many ways to misuse it. It's such a complicated instrument. It takes forever to clean thoroughly. Like, is is there a possibility that have you thought of being like, hey, by the way, guys, I'm just going to use the espresso machine. If you want a coffee, I'll make it for you. Or I can, we can have like a little drip coffee pot and that can be kind of your guys' zone. Because espresso machines are kind mm. of expensive and they just require True. like a great deal of service to be able to operate them. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Because I I had my little barista job for two years. Very and nice. I know. Emmy was lamenting that Emmy would have liked to have a barista phase, but yeah. unfortunately did not. Yeah. Oh, 100% would recommend it. It makes you 100% hotter. <laughs> you don't think Bonefish Grill made me hot? <laughs> I'm sure that it did, but I don't know what that is. All the hotties down at the Bonefish Grill. At the old people's seafood restaurant. <laughs> it's like the Golden Corral. Okay. <laughs> Oh, not the Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough place to be. But so, and I guess, like, tell me about your dynamic with this one roommate. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. She just went through a breakup. Mm, okay. But also sort of, so did I. So we're both in bad moods, right? <laughs> both and grumpy. never, she does not respect boundaries. She doesn't do the dishes. Mm. She stumbled around the house. She'll get really drunk. And then we have to help her get up the stairs at 3 a.m. That drunk. Oh, Um, yeah. That's tough for sure. But it's fine. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't sound (laughs) fine, by the way. I'll say that like I get being getting wasted. That's fun. Sure. I got wasted. If you're stumbling around and need to be helped up the stairs, maybe don't get that wasted. Yeah, damn. Maybe that's too wasted in her to de- be. In her defense, our house is from like the 1920s. And so our stairs are like so, <laughs> so steep that even when you're sober, you do feel like you're going to die. 
Okay. okay, got it. So it's sort of a cliff's edge. I get that. Well, I mean, here's the uh-huh, first uh-huh. of all with the espresso thing. I think you should take away that responsibility. And I think a good way to do that is just by being like, hey, guys, sure. I'm happy to make you guys a coffee with the espresso machine. But I think I just like it's too expensive and whatever. Put it on yourself. Just be like, I'm really particular about it. I think that that's actually a good way to get okay. chores to be done or to get people to live. Just be like, blame it on yourself and do a little self-deprecation of like, I'm sorry that like mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. very clean about it and obsessive about it. And I don't want like to be annoyed with you guys. So I'll make you a coffee or whatever. So you're sort of offering them a thing. And if you have a drip pot or just some other method of making coffee, leave that to them. Cause I think that that's yeah. usually pretty good, especially if you're in college too. I think that it, I was a resistant to a chore list, but then my, uh, my roommate, Kevin, huge shout out, introduced a chore, <laughs> a huge fucking shout out to Kevin. Uh, introduced a tour list to our college and I think it changed the dynamic of the house in a really good way. Now, here's the thing. A tour list was suggested back Mm. months ago when we first all moved in by this same roommate, but then my other roommate was so firmly against it. Yeah. The whole dynamic here is simply awful, but that's okay because I'm super brave. <laughs> I love that you keep being like, but it's fine. It's, I hate it, but I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's fine because I'm brave is what you just said, which I really love. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I think you need to reintroduce it because I think that the person who was resistant to the chore list was probably the least clean person in the house. And then you know why I know that? Because it used to be me. <laughs> I was resistant yeah. to the chore list because I was probably not pulling my weight. And then I oh, got on board and I was doing it fine. No, I I clean everything. I am like single mom who works two jobs. Type no, no. Have you ever tried not cleaning That's and right. then let it get really fucking messy? Yeah, but then I lose game. my mind. It's a dangerous gamble because then what if they don't care and then you're living in a dirty I've house? I've tried that too and it didn't <laughs> yeah. work. So you're like, yeah, work. Actually, like I'm house. just going to do it and be even more mad about it. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. But I think you got to take away espresso privileges. I am going to have to take away espresso privileges. Thank you for saying that. I need permission. Absolutely. (laughs) Permission granted. And also, yeah, get back into the tour list thing. And I think that like a good way to do it also, this, uh, we never did this in college, but um, if there's, you said there's four of you in the house. Yeah. So even if money is tight, you can probably all chip together to do one big refresh where you pay a cleaning service, which is like, what, I don't know, $80, $100. Everyone puts in $20 and then that's the reset. And now mm. we do the chore list because sometimes when a house is really gross, it feels good to be like, this is going to be a clean slate to kind of wipe through. If you don't have the money for that, then that's fine. But then everyone should do like a cleaning day and then it kind of resets all of the boundaries of how clean the house should be. Because this is like, I think the number one thing roommates fight about probably. Yeah. Yeah. Emmy knows. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and the drunk. That part is just like something she needs to probably work <laughs> like, on. Damn. Uh, but actually that is a huge thing in college. You know what? I'll say this. In college, I think that there's a lot of people who struggle with alcoholism. And unfortunately, it's sort of a party oh, mentality. 100%. And because people are in college, it you are able to get away with this feeling of like, we're all fucking partying. But then like a couple years after college, you realize that some of those people are still partying. And then like, I don't know, I have a lot of friends who are sober now and it is just, it's really common to be sober, but I think that college does enable sometimes that behavior in a way that like is unique and unfortunate. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I appreciate you calling in best of luck with your roommate and take away that espresso machine, Tina. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You're the best. Bye. Bye. So many Tinas today. I could only think of Tina. And when you said Scarlett Johansson, I thought Tina Fey.
That's right. Scarlett I don't know Johansson? if they've done anything together, but they live together on Sunset. <laughs> Why well, I, I was about to believe it. Um, well, Emmy, that is all the calls we're going to take, but we have one final segment and it's a segment we like to call get real. Let's get real. Time to get real. <laughs> Emmy, I appreciate you doing the show. Now this is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Okay. Scared. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> That's right. We set aside the bullshit. Uh, well, Emmy, you're somebody that has grown up, I would say, on uh, with a lot of eyeballs on you via social media. Yeah. And you've had a lot of, ten- of attention on you from when you were very young. And then you moved and you've been an influencer as like one of your... Sorry, content creator? Oh, no, you can say influencer. I No word is good. <laughs> Just no go with it. Uh, how has that uh, attention and career from being very young affected your perception of yourself and your own self-worth slash anxiety um okay well i did start posting when i was like 13 which is like take away the internet access stop (laughs) um and i was like doing all that but then i didn't like blow up that word i didn't get a following (laughs) until i was like 17 but throughout school did not talk i did not open my mouth like i was that kid i was like i've never heard you talk like blah blah blah. so you were very shy like oh my god I had three friends that was it for my entire school like oh my god I did not open my mouth um but going from that and then like so many people I'm <laughs> so many people online being like oh my god you're so funny and this and that I'm like oh my god maybe I'm like not fucking weird like I, I just thought I was the weirdest I still kind of think I'm really weird but I thought I was the weirdest person to ever exist yeah. until like I got a following so then that was a really weird like transition to like you're fucking weird oh no you're not all these people think you're awesome um but then like the hate comments started spilling and so I'm like fuck am I like weird or not like I don't know what's going on I don't even remember the original question <laughs> So, well, the original question is just how has that affected your perception of self? But oh, I, it's interesting it's, that I think you're saying that, like, it kind of gave you a confidence boost, um, which is uh, really fantastic. And I also feel like not everyone's experience. Well, yeah, it was fantastic, but also, like, totally awful because it gave me the confidence <laughs> boost, but then, like, it, like, strips it away, but then gives me it back. So it's, like, kind of an on yeah. and off of, like, I am so awesome and great and hilarious and fun to be around. And then it's, like, no, you're so weird. And also, like, you suck. And I'm, like, oh. But like, no, I don't know. It's it's really just made me really confused. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> All over the place. How as, because uh, something that I've been, so yeah, I was working at Try Guys for five years and now I'm an independent content creator. Uh, how do you, or do you struggle at all or think about like, you'll do something that brings you joy, uh, but it doesn't necessarily get as many views. And then you'll do something that you don't enjoy and it gets more views. How do you struggle with that feeling? So it's kind of unique to what we I do for a living. Yeah, I don't... This is what sucks. I feel so dramatic with this music behind it. That's the point. Um, (laughs) I, like, have been working on music for so long. I've always wanted to do music. I'm actually backtracking on this part real quick, and then maybe I'm going to forget the question again. Um, But doing anything that's not social media when you're already in social media like if you want to go into acting or music or blah 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 then it's automatically like influencers trying to do this like we don't fucking want it and I'm like fuck like I've always wanted to do it Yeah. but doing music I've been working on it for like years now Mm -hmm. and like the song that just came out I'm like this is like I've worked so hard on this it's been so long like I've improved so much I can't wait for people to hear it and then I like released that and it's like it did good it didn't do great but then it just brought back to like I remember the song everyone hated or like blah 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 or like this video I just made sobbing about my dog did 
awesome and like not as good as my song. And I'm like, damn, this thing I put so much effort into and I'm so proud of like yeah. flopped compared to me sobbing my eyes out over my dog. Like, oh, it's awesome because it's still yeah. like something I'm making. But mm-hmm. no, it is a weird, it's a totally weird thing where like the stuff that pops off is not the stuff that you put the most effort into. Yeah. And I guess it's just the way the internet works. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to like, li- I'm a, uh, a little bit older than you. I have a young son. And so I'm trying to like lean into the stuff that I want to do more, even though it doesn't necessarily get as much attention as like, I don't know, following a trend or, or whatever. Uh, just cause I'm like, I don't have as much time and I'm just trying to like do stuff. I enjoy more cause I think that's a more sustainable life, but it is so difficult. It's another thing that freaks me out. I'm like, okay, like I want to do music. That's mm-hmm. like what I'm trying to do. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I should focus on that. But then I'm like, fuck, I need to try to make money online. So I have to do all this other stuff. Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy it, but it's just like, I want to be dedicating all my time into the thing I enjoy. But then without this other thing, I don't have the platform for it. And I don't have like, I don't know. Yeah. You need money to have like money provides flexibility, but you also need to gain the audience. I also sound kind of brain dead right now. I'm like being an influencer is hard. Like, (laughs) holy shit. No, obviously we're, we're very lucky to work in this career, but it is, uh, you know, it comes with a different slate of problems. Yeah. Uh, Emmy, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Thank you. Uh, where can people find you if they want to get your music or if they want to see your stuff? You can find me on Spotify. My name is Emmy in all caps, E-M-M-Y, and stream Crying in My Boots because it's an awesome song. Yeah. Um, then you can find me on Instagram or TikTok, Emmy or Emmy Hartman. That's sick. Uh, check out Emmy and uh, remember that if you're out there and you're wondering, I have a huge problem actually, just remember that no matter who you are or where you are, perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.